0: The podcast giving a voice to anyone who has ever felt like an outsider or an outcast. Thank you so much for being here with us. Several years ago, I had the privilege of meeting a dynamic young man who has become quite a celebrity in our area of Fredericksburg, Virginia. He's a deputy in Stafford County, Virginia, but he's also oh so much more. He shared part of his story in the last episode, and his life, his heart, his mission, his story, it's so big, I wanted him to do part two with me on the podcast. Deontay Diggs. We're talking about a lot of different things, including some of these words that just, like, come to my mind when I think about uh, the words that bring up such emotion within within all of us, words like diversity, acceptance, tolerance, justice. And Deontay is just this dynamic soul, your whole life now i mean people look at you from all corners of the world on your facebook live they they've seen you on tv you were on america's it was america's got talent yes
1: yes that had to be fun it was fun it's so interesting because uh people were like well why didn't he sing and and or why did he do what he did and and i used that as a vehicle at the time because it was so important to me to get the message out to people that cops are human beings yes you know Um, when we put on the uniform that doesn't change we're people too we have emotions um, we have families and so I was so excited about the opportunity when they reached out to me and um, it was amazing I got to meet Tyra I got to meet a lot of people who are very talented from across the nation actually um, from across the world I met people from Germany as well and so um, it, it was amazing I had a blast doing it. Um, people, they they call me the dancing deputy, but the funny thing is, is I don't really know how to dance. I just dance. I don't, right. you know. And so I was like, eh. you know, I, it's not like I've been trained, um, right? But it it was fun. And and in that moment, and in that in that time, I think it it um opened up other people who may not have met me or knew anything about me, mm-hmm. and it allowed people. I got so many um people that wrote letters and emails. Um, saying, you know, wow, um, you know, you've inspired me to either go in law enforcement or to give law enforcement a second uh, chance mm-hmm. or a second look. Right. Um, and so there was so much in that moment. It was very successful. People were like, you didn't go on to the next. I'm like, that's OK. Yeah, that's not that's not the goal. Um, my goal was not to be performing on a stage in Vegas. Right. Uh, and so it, it was um it was an opportunity and a great one.
0: The Outcast Podcast is supported by Richmond to DC Help Wanted.com. Most folks who work here love living here, and that makes a difference. What, what a great opportunity. I love that now you have that on your resume. <laughs> just yeah. fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I was on America's Got Talent. I mean, it's just a fantastic thing to have on your, uh, and on Tyra your resume. Tyra wore
1: my hat. She, <gasps> mm-hmm. Did she? She did. I
0: did not know that.
1: Yes. she. I, th- they, I think they aired it where she had it on. So wow. It's like, I can I never didn't. get rid of that hat
0: now. Uh, no. No, Mm-mm. you can't. Is she is fantastic as she seems she seems like she's she
1: was um quite
0: entertaining
1: quite entertaining that is that is a, a good way to put it but she was very down to earth too was she good and and so one thing that i i don't like as i've been elevated to this new status or new thing in life um is that i don't like people who look down on others because they're a celebrity or because they have money or that type of thing i just we're all human beings yeah and so one of the things that i can say about tyra is that regardless of you know the celebrity status she interacted with everybody and she was just very nice and and warm and welcoming and so that was that was awesome um, cause you never know, you know, you have people that don't look at me or don't take a selfie with me or don't, yes. you know, don't get close. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't that type of person.
0: That's awesome. And so I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good to hear. We, uh, we were talking a little bit about your, your background, uh, mm-hmm. during the last episode and there were so many like little, little pieces that I thought, Oh, I want to talk more about that. And one of those things I think we, we just, I feel like started to touch on. So I'll open up with this question. Are you a spiritual person?
1: I am a spiritual person. Um, the only way or, yeah, no, I'll, I'll attribute it to this. The only way that I was able to make it um, was um, my faith. Um, I think my faith carried me up to a certain point in my childhood um, because I was always in church. Um, and then I, I lost I lost it when I was going to attempt suicide. Um and I was kinda, you know, down on my luck and woe is me type thing. And then my brother comes in, gives me a new focus, um, and then my faith carried me on through to where I am now. Um, I've had a hard time going to a church per se, um, just because of uh my experiences. Mm. Um, you know, having been disowned by my uh family that took me in at a young age um being told i was going to hell and that i'm an abomination and all of those types of things um really hurt me and it it really hurt my perspective on church so um so you you acknowledge it and you move on and so um coming to um fredericksburg and looking for that opportunity where is there a church that i can connect with and that i enjoy going to um was was a battle that i really wasn't ready for i think yeah um and then i've over the years i've had people that say it doesn't matter come out to my church and and that's been awesome um but i find that it's i'm best at just praying um and reading you know the bible for myself um and people they they When I tell them I'm gay and I'm a Christian, they kind of look at me weird like, what? You know, those two don't go together. I mean, so um, it's been a long journey. um, But faith has been one of the things that has has been a constant.
0: I want to... That was my absolute next question. And I, I want to get into that a little bit more. This, this can be a very touchy subject for a lot of people that you just brought up. So yeah. I want to ask this question exactly the way that I have heard it worded, that I know you have heard it worded. How do you mix your sexuality and your spirituality? And second part of that question, do you believe that God created you exactly the way you are.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, this is a nice one. Okay. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) we're going to go there right in for it. Um, So uh, I'll answer it really together. Um, So my coming to terms with my sexual orientation was um, really hard. And that's why I I have the ability to understand people in the community who say, I don't agree with you being gay, because I was raised in the church. And so when i finally when things calmed down and i was able to focus on me and not my survival so to speak um and i realized that i was gay i had an issue with it i was like i'm going against the bible i'm going against everything i don't want to go to hell i don't want to be this way and i spent a lot of time praying trying to pray that i would change and um there was a lot of self-hatred there some depression um and, and so finally, and I think I mentioned this earlier, um, I got to this place where I said, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Um, and I was kind of ostracized by the core and I had about a year where I just had to kind of figure it out. And in that year, I came to this place where I said, you know, I have to love me before I expect anybody else to love me. Right. I have to respect myself before I can expect anyone else to. Right. And so with that... Um, I just began this journey of owning who I am as a person. And what I realized was that um, God doesn't make mistakes. And so he definitely didn't make a mistake with me. And I I knew when people would come at me or my family, some of my family would come at me and challenge me um, and saying, you wanted this. I knew that deep down inside, I I didn't And, and that it was such a struggle. And then uh, along the journey, I, I saw that I had friends who committed suicide because they couldn't deal with the fact of yeah. being gay. Yeah, and and so I said, "There's for someone to choose to be gay, knowing that they're going to go through all of this pain and 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 hurt. It doesn't make sense. And so um, then the wonderful saying came up: If I choose to be gay, then you choose to be straight. So yeah. how do you struggle with your sexuality? Exactly. And so. I've, I've been able to move through it and, and I came to the place to, um, with all of the blessings and, and, and just the support that I've had, um, you know, I, that I am a hundred percent sure that I'm where I'm supposed to be and that I'm walking in the path that God has placed before me. And so they're very much intertwined people they give you the side eye and they're like what what is he talking about there's no way in the bible it says well you know we we look at the um old testament and it talks about things that you're not supposed to eat but you you gladly or you sit down and you eat those things yeah we violate it sometimes people use the bible and religion as their own personal um sword to cut people down because they don't feel comfortable as something inside them that you know is is messed up and they try to use the bible as a way to to um put others down
0: and i find that people use it as a as a place to stand on their foundation they use portions or pieces of whatever it may be not just the bible uh, but a lot of times the bible in this you know given context they use that to stand on the rock that they are that's their belief rock. That's yep. their and they they're using that that piece, which which can be I think I don't I don't I'm not sure people realize how hurtful that can be to others when you have said you're so wrong. You're yeah. a, you're in sin. You're in this. You're in that. It
1: absolutely destroys you. Yeah, it, it destroys you. And um you know, it's it's been ah, it's been such a, a that's one of the things that I still deal with. Um, and, and that is so hurtful, um, because when you're broken as a person, regardless whether it's sexual orientation or anything else, you're supposed to be able to go to the church for help. You're supposed to be able to lean on, um, you know, whatever denomination you, you believe. Um, that's where you're supposed to go f- to for your refuge. And so when the church turns their back or they close their doors, then where do you go? Mm. And, and so that leads to suicide. That leads to so many other things. And, and so um, it's, it's something that I'm very passionate about. And, you know, I always say um, God is love. Um, and, and, and so when you approach these topics, do it in love, um, you know, and, and try to do it with an open mind. Um, and you may not agree with someone, but pray for them and love them. Yeah, you know
0: exactly. So. Um, you're married now.
1: I am. I am almost. Well, July this year will be a year. So wow. Um, I it's been such an amazing journey. Um, Tell us about your husband. He his name is Benjamin Diggs, he who is also equally name.
0: as handsome, by the way. Yes,
1: beautiful. And uh, he is a teacher at North Stafford High School and um, he's a graduate from Virginia Tech, and he is my best friend. Um, We've been together for a little over seven years now. Wow. Um, We dated for uh, two years, we were engaged for five, and then we got married in our seventh uh, year in July. Uh, july 7 of 2017 oh wow so we just kept sevens just running of course it.
0: why not it's a good number
1: and you know people say all the time we're we're, we're polar opposites um he's very introverted uh at school he's extroverted because he has to be sure but he's one of those people come home i don't want to talk to anybody else i've exhausted everything at mm-hmm. work and i'm very extroverted I like to spend money. He doesn't like to spend money. So, you know, we just have that going on. But um, his heart is in the community as well. And we both have a passion for uh, the youth. Mm. And um, and so we make such a a well-rounded dynamic team um, within the community. And he's really the person that um, is my number one fan and biggest supporter. Mm. And we share that. Um, and so it's, it's interesting because, uh, for our wedding, we had so many, it was, it was such a diverse, uh, group of people I and, and a lot of people that came commented. We had people who, um, were in the military. We had people who were in law enforcement. We had people from the schools. We had people who were retail. We had everything, all types of people. We had people who didn't necessarily support gay marriage but they support Ben and I and they mm. wanted to show their love and that's they came. That's powerful.
0: That's powerful.
1: Um, so that's
0: where growth starts in places like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so we were very, we were very, um, e- excited to bring everyone together, um, and, and in support. And so we had some of everything we had, I mean, from A to Z, it was there Right. and, and it was our perfect day. And so now, you know, as I go out and I travel one of the things is when you're in a relationship I'm sorry I'm going on and on about this but in a relationship like ours um, we spend a lot of time apart because I'm traveling for motivational speaking or dancing or just work in general and um, we keep it connected because we communicate and so even though we may be apart we talk several times throughout the day um, and we both both see the importance of the work that we're doing or that I'm doing. And so um, it is, it's beyond being married and he being my husband. Um, he's my best friend and it, it's, it's still, it's it's like we, it, it hasn't been a challenge. Our relationship has never, we, we don't argue, um, which is weird. People like you need to argue about something, but it's very rare. He tells me not to buy a car or something like that. Right. We'll have an argument right. about that, but in general, um, it's it's our friendship. It's my best friend. Yeah, and then all the other titles come later. Wow. Um, but yeah,
0: that's that's awesome. Good relationship advice too. By the way, thank you. Uh, Community. I agree with it. Communication at the heart. Yeah. Of uh, of all of that, um, I think this is a good place to also bring up. I I want to know what you think about the labels in the lgbtq community i think this is a conversation that's it's very interesting because we have we have grown beyond labels in a lot of ways we are adding letters to a lot of the community lgbtq and other letters that i don't even remember right now off the top of my head um there is a lot of um growth going on in the trans community yes there is a lot of growth going on in the genderless community um not identifying with a particular gender or whatever the case may be there i take and i'm interested to know what your take is Mm -hmm. i i my personal my personal belief for me is that I am sort of in a place of transition where I feel like I don't really like the labels anymore Mm -hmm. but i also realize how important it is to be able to have the labels because so many people spent so long not being able to say their label or own their label so i realize exactly how important it is for so many people and i would never want to take that away Do you feel like, where are you in that process? What is your thought on the labels? Well, when I
1: said LGBT, I was thinking in my head, like, is it Q and R and X and Y and Z? We've added a lot of letters. It's too much. We've added a lot of letters. I can't It's hard to keep up, yeah. I can't keep up. And and this is what I'll say. Um, You know, as far as the labels, I I will recognize you however you want me to Mm -hmm. as a person. I don't care what you want to be called or how you want to be. Um I'll treat you the way you want me to treat you I, that that's how I look at the whole thing um but I do find that it can be confusing at times and and it can um take away from i think the overall focus is that we want respect and we want love yeah um and so um yeah it's it's just it's it's a lot and so we we even the gay community, which is you know. And I say gay community, which I, I consider to be inclusive of everyone, of all, the whole, community. The, whole yeah, yeah. the whole umbrella. Yeah. Um, you watch social media and everyone's starting to make jokes about it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, how far are we going to push this? How far are we going to go with these? We we keep adding on to the letters, the letters, uh, the, letters and, yeah. and, the letters and things. And so, you know, I, I don't get too bothered by it. Um. You know, for a long time learning about the transgender community, um, I was kind of ignorant to a lot of things Mm -hmm. that go on in that community because I don't live it and I didn't have that many close friends. And so I reached out and I started talking to people and and educating myself. And and so sometimes I may misuse a pronoun or Mm -hmm. or something of that nature and I would get corrected and I would apologize and I would move on. Um, And and so that's the the premise behind it is say, hey, you know, whether you're transgendered or you're genderless or or whatever, I see you, I hear you, I love you, and and let's let's go forth and and, and conquer.
0: I love that. I see you. I hear you. I love you. We're gonna put that up on a billboard or something like <laughs> that is phenomenal. I mean, really, really, at the heart of it, isn't that what it is about? I mean, no matter what community you identify with or you are standing with or you find. Uh, you find your brothers and sisters in whatever that community is isn't that really what is at the heart of that community I just want to be seen I just want to be heard I just want to be loved Yeah, yeah. And that's really what is at the heart of
1: all of those communities Yeah, and I tell people this and this is how I've kind of led my life over the last couple of years um, shine so bright that people will have no choice but to recognize you yes And don't base what you're doing off of um, based off of others, people's recognition or their approval. Um, Do what you believe is right um, and and be honest and authentic in that. And so, you know, I, I don't need people to recognize me, you know, as the dancing deputy or as a celebrity or as a gay man, I just want them to respect me and love me. You know, they yes. don't have to, To you know, okay. Um, you know, I'm gay. They don't want to recognize me. They don't like that part. Okay. Just respect me. Just respect me and as love a person, me. as a person, as a person, cut all the labels out. Yeah. Cut all that other stuff out. Yeah. Just respect me as a person. I don't need to people like you're a gay black man. And all, I'm like, listen, I'm a man. Just respect me as a person. That's it. And the rest of it will come in. It will flow in. Um, I don't have to go in and say, hey, I'm gay and you will respect me. Or, hey, I'm black and you will respect me. Just respect me as a person. And all of the other stuff, you know, will come in. And and you work through it. I've had people who have said, I don't like the fact that you're gay. And, you know, it's against my religious beliefs and blah, blah, blah. And now we're really good friends. Mm. Um, And the gay portion of that is not even an issue. They come over to the house and have dinner with Ben and I, or we go out and we have dinner together as couples and stuff like that. And so I think we get heavily, our attention is focused heavily on the labels and we miss that human being portion of it.
0: I think that's why I am feeling so strong these days about, not focusing on the label because because of that exact thing, because I feel like we do we miss the heart when we focus on the label. But again, I realize how many kids uh, grew up struggling to say the words I'm gay or to say the words I am transgender or to Mm -hmm. say the words I'm bisexual uh, or any of that. To be able to say those words for so many people are so important. So I would never want to take that away from anyone. But at the same time, I see where we hopefully are continuously moving in a direction of we are all yeah. one community.
1: Yeah. Hopefully we'll get to a place where you don't have to. Exactly. And and, and what a world that would, would be. Yeah. um You know, and, and so even now with the Me Too movement. Yes. And, and the issues with male versus female and yes. those types of things. And when I see you, I see you as a wonderful human being. You Mm -hmm. know, I don't say, "Oh, that's a woman." Yeah, it's just that's just not the way that I process and the way that I think. And sometimes that can get in the way um, when I have these types of conversations, because I always go in like it's a person.
0: It's a person.
1: And so for me, I might be a little bit too far advanced in that type of thinking for where we are as a as a society with all that's going on, Um, but. That's how I approach it.
0: I feel I feel the same exact way. I feel like, um, I don't know, uh, God blessed me with something um, that I'm so grateful for. I, I feel the exact same way. I walk into any situation not thinking this is a woman or this is a man or this is a gay person or this is a black person or this is an Asian person. I don't have that pre-thought going. I really just go right to you. Like yeah. I just want to be... In a conversation with you, I just want to connect with you yeah. as a person, no matter where, no matter where that is. You've done so many uh, fantastic things in the motivational speaking department. I, I've heard so many wonderful things, and I know you continue to do that today. What is your main message when you speak to groups of people? And the other question is. Who's your favorite group of people to speak to? Young people, I, I would imagine.
1: Yes, young people. And my message is regardless of, and it's funny that we talk, We ended up talking about labels, regardless of the label, regardless of where you've come from, you can be successful, especially if it's dealing with you know, not having money mm. or domestic abuse or whatever it is. And what I found is when I was doing mentoring here in the area, with the um at-risk youth a lot of these youth have been through a lot of issues and the therapists couldn't get them to open up and the social workers couldn't get them to open up and i found that through just being real with them oh you've been inappropriately touched depending on the age level and the conversation that we could have but well i've been inappropri- inappropriately touched at a time i was molested and them being able to connect on that level mm-hmm. um open the That's conversation yeah so i enjoy talking to adult adults Um, and, and, and doing conferences and things of that nature, but I really focus on the youth and, um, my message to them again is that you can be successful. Don't focus on the past and what has happened, Focus on where you want to go and how you're going to get there. Acknowledge the pain, the hurt, and all of that has, you know, happened to you, but you got to move past it and break the cycle. And so I find that that has resonated with every crowd that I've gone in front of and that um, people I most often get um, that the the look of shock. I cannot believe you just said, you know, whatever portion of my story I'm telling mm-hmm. or whatever topic we're on. And, um, you know, I just I, I make sure that I, I keep it authentic. And and there's some times where I see people are bothered because based off of how I was raised, part of my survival technique was reading body language. Mm-hmm. And so I can stand in front of a room and look at, see who I'm connecting with and who's maybe disgusted and don't want to hear anymore. I'm ready to leave type thing. Um, but I continue because I know that most oftentimes there's someone in the room that needs to hear what I'm saying. Yeah. And the last um, high school that I did was Annandale high school in uh, Fairfax. And there was a young man there um, who had been into gang activity and a a, a number of things. And um, I was speaking to them, to the students. And afterwards, he came up to me um, and I could tell that he was upset. But I couldn't tell like I was like, okay, is this going to be a bad thing or a good thing? And he pulls me to the side and he says, I have some issues and I want to get better and I need help. Wow. And his teacher was standing off to the side and she started crying. Oh, I bet. And And it was a moment for me that really helped me understand that what i'm doing is is needed and so we've kept in contact and um he's doing a lot better and we've been working on things and and having real conversations about change because he built the reputation that he had now it's going to be twice as hard to change that reputation and 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 go a different way and so i've been supporting him and so that's just what i do um yeah
0: that's amazing that's and 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 wow, you're right. it is needed the conversations those conversations, those vulnerable moments, those windows to be able to connect with uh especially our young people so needed not only that, but I am just I feel so strongly of how much people like you are needed um in our community in our world and I just i thank you I thank you for being for being you and for yeah. authentically. Being and beautifully transparent, so that we can all learn something and be inspired by something that 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 you are that that has come out of you. It's it really is. You're an inspiring individual, and we uh we just we're we're proud to have you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: I know you are doing so many fantastic things, and I want people to be able to get in touch with you. Your website.
1: Yes. It's www.deontediggs.com. And that's D-E-U-N-T-A-Y-D-I-G-G-S. And through that, you can reach out. Um, It has all of my social media. And so.
0: You're on Twitter all the time. I love it. And you and Facebook. You're on
1: Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram.
0: That's awesome. And I I know I've got like a million more things I would love to learn about (laughs) you and get to know you even better I'm hoping, fingers crossed, you'll come back after you publish your book.
1: Yes, Wouldn't yes. Wouldn't that be fun? We'll talk you about know, the book. We're hoping to have it done by this year. Okay. Um, and I have so many ideas in my head for titles, and um, uh, so I would definitely love to come back and talk about that. And there's a lot of things, it's interesting as I do interviews now, um, I'm a little reluctant to go into detail because I'm like, it's going to be in the it's book. It's in
0: the book. It's in the book. You got to read, gotta the, read book. the book. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so uh, I love it. you know, it's been a long journey with that. And um, I can't uh, wait to get it out there and I bet. come back and talk about it.
0: I bet. A journey of love, no doubt about it. Is that the name? No, don't tell me. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, that has a little bit of a <laughs> ring to a it. Nice I don't name? know, maybe. I love it. Anyway, uh, Deontay Diggs. A name that you should never forget. DeontayDiggs.com is the uh, website. And of course, uh, look for him on YouTube as well. He's doing so many cool things. Go see his cute husband on Twitter. It's just, <laughs> it's fun. Thanks, Deontay. This has been great. Thank you. This is The Outcast. I stand with you and I stand for you. And I would love to hear from you. Anytime you would like to get in touch with me, you can email me, D E E at WBQB.com. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the host and guests on this podcast are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting.